everybody, and welcome to the first week of the finals. Done and dusted. I got Keefe with me. We're both um, happy. Both our teams won. More, yep. more so you, obviously, had a, a resounding win against the, the Penny Panthers, who were the favourites. We didn't have such a resounding win, but we won. But, mate, I, I thought about it Saturday, 9-11. Oh yeah, yep. uh, a, a, a big a big day in in history. Obviously, American, but some Australians were affected too. <clears throat> I've said it again. I've said it before. I'll say it again. The NRL missed out on a chance to pay tribute to that day to nine eleven. They could have had like a memorial festival on the Saturday before they started. They could have had two large paper mache twin towers. In the middle of the field, <laughs> and then they could have got that flying fox from from uh, Fox the camera dressed yeah. up as a plane to smash in on. <laughs> and then they could have had a makeshift building seven next to the two towers that out of the blue just collapsed for no apparent reason. And then they, <laughs> then they could have brought it out into the stands. They could have had some people dressed up as American s- soldiers looking for Bin Laden in the crowd, and Bin Laden would have been an Aussie Aussie guy with a beer gut with a fake beard and a turban behind the goalpost <laughs> calling out to the shoulders, here I am, you fucking dumb cunts. Then he would have, he would have streaked across the field <laughs> and they, they would have chased him trying to tackle him, slipping over. Mate, how, how would that be for pre-game entertainment? So, week one of the finals, first game on Friday night, Storm 40, Sea Eagles 12. Just just when people started to think that they were looking a bit <laughs> weak Melbourne or they weren't so confident that they were going to be the same old Melbourne, mate, they came out, did what they always do, it was like an ambush, perfect completion rate in the first half virtually, I think. I know for the first, I think 12 out of 12, they were – Completely perfect. They're just too good, aren't they? Oh man, it's, it's exactly what you said. People were thinking that the storm was starting to waver, and that Manly were the real dark horse in this competition. You know, and then they just turned that around on its ass. They just they had Tommy Turbo. They just had his number, didn't they? But didn't let yeah. him move. Yeah, great game plan. I was thinking. I, I don't know if it's a hundred percent. It's obviously that, but. You know, he, he can still get his hands on the ball. He's such a freak. I think he just he, – I don't know if he went missing, but he, he was obviously quieter than what he normally would be. And I was also disappointed in um, Schuster. Schuster. <laughs> Mate. <laughs> oh, Fucking hell, your lisp just <laughs> gave me an earache. Yeah, he's had such a great year, but he went – Missing completely in that game. But, look, he's a rookie. You give him another chance. But, yeah, they're quiet. And I think also the brilliance of Turbo during over the, the whole year just glossed over this try-hard three-quarter line that Manly have got. Yeah. And, and Harper, like, fucking, mate, how bad a game did he play? Harper was that, – that was like Steve Maven back in the 80s. Yeah, he was just – and – and the reaction when he made a mistake, it was just like fucking over the top. 
Like you see, Taffy made that mistake. He just said, fuck it, yeah. brushed himself yeah. off. That's right. Look that's at him. Right. But Harper, you could see that's it, that fucking reaction. He's gone. Mate, I think he has to fucking make that's a decision. Right. He has to make a decision. He has to focus on one career. Does he want to be a fucking feather boa, flare suit wearing pimp with his posse of fucking working bitches? Or does he want to be a first grade footballer because he can't fucking do both? Well, the decision is simple pimp. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it. Either that or fucking shave the fucking head. That's half the problem. You know who he looks like? He looks like, um, do do you know the band Thin Lizzy? Yeah. He looks like the singer of Thin Lizzy. (laughs) (laughs) He does, actually. One one thing I noticed, though, Tommy Turbo, man, when things aren't going his way, he starts looking more Eastern European as the game goes on. Yeah. He's a, and then by the end of that game, he he, he looked like um, an Eastern European grandma, gypsy grandma. <laughs> yeah, he, he aged about 20 years, didn't he? Yeah. He looked old. Yeah, he gets a bit whingy or, or cranky. But, um, yeah. I think he gets frustrated like me when we used to play. I was frustrated <laughs> that no one else was as good as me. Yeah. It's like you're playing with peasants and you just, you know, <laughs> you just can't handle Exactly. It. But look um, – uh, Storm have gone on to the prelim. Manly, you know, the mad scientist Desi will cook something up. I'm sure. That's it. He's, he's you can't write him off. You can't write nah, him off. Nah, not at all. They're going to play the Roosters. Like, yeah, even with the Roosters, the, you can't write him off. But you know, but the Storm look unbeatable, man. They just look unbeatable. They just keep coming and coming. If it's not fucking Olam or you know, it's not. And what's his name? Didn't even play. Um, the Fox. Yeah, that's Didn't right. Play. Did you hear about yeah. the fox? He got banned from the sideline because he was too excited. Yeah, he's too exuberant. Yeah, <laughs> they had to. I think for the first half they let him get away with it, and then the second half he got benched. He's just yeah. too excitable. Well, it's just superstar after superstar just coming at you, you know, just constantly, yeah. you know. Um, if well, it's not Pappenhaus, well, sorry, go on. I was going to say like Munster. He he was a little bit. Rough in defence, but that was his first game back in a while. So now he's going to yeah. freshen up again, and yeah, like, like you said, man. But they're going to be even fresher now. They, they've just done this so many times; they know exactly what to do. Yeah, you know, yeah, so. they're, they're just going to they're going to be very, very, very hard to beat. My only hope for South is that, um, and you know, so, sorry to you, but is that Penrith go through to play them and both of them just beat the shit out of each other. Yeah. My, my, my real hope is that Parra wins and Parra beats them and we meet you in the grand final <laughs> and we win. That's my real hope, but that's not going to happen, is it? We will be completely decimated and depleted if that happens because, yeah, you know, we're on the hard side of the draw, Penrith, Melbourne, to, to get into the grand final. That's, that's just... That's just unbelievable, yeah. Penrith and Melbourne to get into the grand final. Well, that's it. But we just... did that in 2014. We played. Um, we played. We came third. We played second the first week. Beat them. Then played first the next week. Beat them, and then got into the grand final. Yeah. Oh, look. You know, you've seen teams. Oh, we know, had the week off in between that. Yeah, you've seen teams yeah. do the run, but it's is is it yeah. actually? I don't. You think... can't go the long way around. Look. The scary thing is, the scary thing is people are saying, you know, out of um, the last 15 games, only one team has won without having the week off, and that was North Queensland in 2015. Yeah. And 
so they say if you don't get the week off, you're not going to get in the grand final. So there's two teams that have got the week off, <laughs> and it's Storm and it's South, you know, and I'm yeah, thinking, yeah. shit, Storm and South grand final, fuck. You know? Well, that's what I was about to ask. So that means there's only been one team that's won it in the recent history outside of with the top this, four. With this configuration yeah, yeah. of the so top the, eight. So yeah. the Cowboys, yeah. Yeah, so the Cowboys were the only one to do it. And they're saying now it's virtually impossible with the new rules, with those new six-again rules and stuff, because it just wears every team yeah. down, you know? But like if you get, if you, you can get to the grand final, but you can't win it. Yeah, that's right. It'd be too destroyed. But yeah. I didn't really notice that many um, six-agains, did you, this weekend? Uh, there was a few. Yeah, there was a few in our game. Was there? Yeah, there was a few in yeah. our game, but not as many as other other weeks. But um, Well, that's what happens after... You just start not noticing it. You get used to it. Yeah. You just start not noticing it after all. Yeah, you know? probably. But yeah, Melbourne, mate, they're mate, they're, look, they're looking good. And the cheese, he got that uh, that fracture. So he he's okay now. Apparently, you were saying he's not going to be out for the yeah. Year. Apparently, yeah, he's all right. I remember that head knock with um Eloy. He actually, when he got up, he was almost like accepting or or apologising to him when he got the hit. He was like rubbing his head going, oh, fuck, yeah, that's okay, mate. No worries, you know. Did you notice yeah, that? Yeah, that's because he's concussed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he's, he's, mate, he's just so tough. But, yeah, like I was hoping he was going to get rubbed out, but obviously not. But even even if he did, they've just got so much depth, you know. They've, mm. Very, very hard to beat. Okay, then we had the Roosters 25, the Titans 24. Now this was – a very contentious decision at the end with that field goal. How did you see it? Well, they even mentioned it tonight on 360. I think if you apply the letter of the law, it's a yeah. penalty. That's right. And That's right. So what happened was on the footage when you slow it down, you see Hargraves bump whoever it was. What was it? Reigns, Mitch Reigns. You see him bump him. And Reigns still nearly gets to him. If he didn't have that bump, he might have gotten to him. Yeah. But, you know, like they said, they're smart because they, they know, like, at that late point in the game, such a crucial time, you're going to have a fucking referee the balls the size of fucking King Kong to blow a penalty. You know what Against I mean? the Roosters. Yeah. Well, yeah. If, it, if it was, a, if it was um, the Titans, he probably would have blown it. But against the Roosters, he would have known yeah, just... all the fucking hell from Uncle Nick and his fucking dark forces would have <laughs> rained be, upon him. He'd be pressing the fucking button while he's drinking his Uzo going, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, reverse, that's right. reverse. Be, <laughs> it would have been fucking, you know, pestilence and locusts. <laughs> yeah. And all sorts of shit, you know. So, look, that was, but to me, know, that was that, that, a blatant decision that went their way, that always goes their way. Yeah, but you And I reckon it's really fucked, but I'm stoked they got through. I want <laughs> them to get – I'd rather them get through than the Titans get through because I would love to play them um, week three of the finals. Yeah. Love but it. That would be fantastic. On the opposite side, Radley, that – that should have been a penalty try, especially if you're going to call the Gutho incident when Penasini scored yesterday a penalty try. That was more penalty tried, the Radley version yeah, versus the Parramatta version. So you could say in that sense that they're unlucky. And in another thing too, like you, you told me today. Fuck, even, you love sticking up for the Roosters. No, I'm just yeah. fucking. I'm you doing, love, that's, you mate, were a Rooster supporter, weren't you, I'm fucking at one stage? I'm impartial, son. 
I'm then you fucking turncoated. You turncoated. You were a Rooster supporter. I wasn't a Rooster fan. I was a little. Parry's your fucking second team. <laughs> yeah, please. And also, to the benefit of Parra, Paolo got off today from that charge. He was placed on report for that hit. The hooker, Verrills, did to me fucking innocuous something similar, and he's facing two week ban. Look, Verrills. If you, if you look at that um, footage again, he went in with the shoulder on the head. That is two weeks, man. That is two weeks. That cannot be downgraded. This is going to test. Well, look at Paolo. What do you reckon, Paolo? Did, wasn't that wasn't that similar? No, nah, no, nah, I reckon Verrills was worse. This is going to test the integrity of the NRL right here. If he gets off, <laughs> if he gets downgraded, then we then we we know what we know anyway. That Uncle Nick, you know, it's the National Roosters League. <laughs> Mate, they're that fucking decimated. They need a leg up. The ghost played all right, didn't he? The goat? Who? The ghost. Who's the ghost? Walker. Oh, fucking yeah, Casper. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Casper came in and he uh, he's fucking he's so, he's so white that no one can actually see him. They think <laughs> it's just fucking glare. That's why he can. That's why he can throw those passes. <laughs> the invisible man. He's transparent. Yeah. But yeah, he, he fucking loves the pressure moments. They eh? the big moments. He doesn't go missing. And what about per, poor Herbert at the end? He had the chance to fucking win the game. I think he oh, had too mate. much time on his hands. He had someone on the outside. He had Fafita on the inside. And, he, and, and that's he where experience it. comes in, doesn't it? That's yeah. when you don't have the experience there. I think he did something similar earlier this year when he had a chance yeah. to win the game and he fucking bombed it. Well, Fafita was calling for it. Fafita was going here, here, and he would have. Fafita had like a 10-meter run to the line. No one was going to stop him, I don't yeah, reckon. Not, not even. Fucking yeah. un, under five meter. But, yeah. They, yeah. And they would have won. It would have been the, their, probably their greatest victory in the history of that club. Oh, yeah. But, um, mate, fucking Radley, I think because of all that time that he spent on the fucking sidelines, he wanted to make it up to the team, and he's unbelievable, eh? Like the amount of fucking – Tackles he does, the involvement, hands on the ball, fucking hit up. Yeah, he scored that, he's that try. So he's, he's unbelievable. <laughs> Even when he um he went to do that massive tackle and he fucked his shoulder up and the trainer wanted to take him off on a HIA, you could tell him, he goes, get fucked <laughs> to the trainer. He didn't want to fucking go off. But he's, uh, mate, he's a fucking he's a beast. I'd, I'd love to have him at Para. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, um, the Roosters have been – decimated all year and they've been winning all year. They just keep doing it and doing it and doing it. And, mate, they might even win the grand final. Who knows? <laughs> That's Anything good, can happen in this competition. Yeah, it's a good position to be in too. Like you're never going to – you're going to be the underdog in every game from now on. And that That's right. No matter – no, no matter when you lose, everyone's going to say, even in the grand if final, everyone's going to say, oh, man, it's just incredible what you've done. Fucking now. You just, know? Yeah, even now if they lose this week, they're going to say. Yes, yeah, that's same. right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. No matter what game from, even if they didn't make the the top four, even if they didn't make the eight, everyone would have said, well, you know, they're decimated and exactly all that sort of exactly. stuff. But, you know, um, did you see um, Cooper Cronk and his son on – Three on uh, Fox? No, I didn't see his son, no. He's probably <laughs> did, fucking did he... there because he's there every fucking night of the week. No, I'm talking Cleary. Keary. Luke Keary. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. It looked like Cooper Cron yeah, bought his teenage yeah, son. It's fucking. He said, yeah. "This is what it's like to uh, work on a TV show. You go coast <laughs> to coast." Yeah. Fuck! How young does he look? Hey, Give man, he, he looks. He looks like he's from Sydney Boys High. You know, he looks like yeah. really preppy. Exactly. He's yeah, yeah, yeah very preppy. He's good kid. though. I, I reckon he's good. He's, yeah, he's good he's, on TV. Mate, he's smart. He's a fucking winner. That cunt too. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. He's he's won three competitions. Unbelievable. But what, um, that number 12 for the Titans is a good player. What's his name? Bo Fermel. Have you seen him? That yeah. speedy guy scored that good try. And yeah. last week we were talking about that fat guy in the, for the Titans that had his shirt off and he was waving his shirt in the sky. Yeah. He, he, they fucking panned again to him, but he had his shirt on this time. The fucking camera loves him. <laughs> <laughs> That's because there's no one there. It's like he's a magnet. No, there was fucking heaps of people around him, but it fucking they focused right on him. The camera just loves him, mate. We'll probably see him on the fucking on the 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 walks of of Milan, the catwalks of Milan. <laughs> the camera just adores him. What about um, Fatawoka? Fatawoka. Fatawoka. He's Gold Coast forward man. Mm. He made some massive runs. Yeah, he's a, he's a great player. He was unbelievable, really. I was just watching for the guy of that weight. Yeah, he was. He was just, um, you know, he, he troubled the Roosters forwards all night. Fought a waker, sorry. And he's like a oh, fucking. He's like a cat. He always fucking he, he lands <laughs> on his fucking feet and hands, and he's got a quick play of the ball. He always gets up super quick. He's, he's a fucking a quick man. He's a, he's a champion. But yeah, Titans. At the end of it all, you can say solid season. Like a, lot, a few people were tipping them to make the eight. They did make the eight. They were very close to progressing to the second week. So good signs yep. for next but year. But unfortunately, they played Uncle Nick and that was that. <laughs> that was that. Um, well, Ash Taylor's last game, you reckon, for the Titans? Yeah, yeah and possibly for the NRL too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because who, who's going to buy him now? Mate, I think who, who's hanging for a halfback? Canberra, possibly. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Canberra. I've, I've heard Canberra. Yeah, probably. Get also, a, probably get a second chance somewhere. So, also heard rumours today that Sims is going to the Roosters. Really? Yeah. Fucking what? They don't have enough depth. Sims is going to the Roosters. Sims you heard it here first. Sims a la bim. Sims and the cheese. They'll be there in the off season. Oh my God. Mark my words. Little little Campbell, I was going to say Preston. Fucking, he was a great little find for him at the end of the year. He played unreal. He's a great player. Mate, I, see I, that fucking boot on him? He's fantastic. He's got a massive boot on him too. So yeah, that, yeah. That dropout. <laughs> there was yeah. that one stage in that game when he was on the back of Tupu for about 10 metres. He looked like a fucking monkey jockey on the back of a giraffe. Did you notice that? <laughs> <laughs> That's right, the monkey races when they used to <laughs> race on the giraffes. Where did I see that? In your wildest dreams. <laughs> no, no you a, actually showed break. me that. You showed me that on YouTube once. Yeah, it was on YouTube. <laughs> I think it was somewhere, somewhere in Africa they do it or whatever. Uh, but, yeah, it was, he's, um, he's a great player, that kid. He's good. He's, he's a great. He just needs to put on a little bit more weight. Yeah, which he will. <laughs> Oh, 
I don't even want to fucking talk about this game because I've got so much to fucking say about it <laughs> and it's going to get me really angry and I haven't taken my blood pressure pill yet. Mate. I, okay, I understand. Don't make me. <laughs> you, you should be so happy. I am. I'm happy. Now, first thing I want to say is um, remember at the beginning of the year or throughout the whole year, you and I would be talking about Penrith and saying who's going to fucking, who's going to take those cunts down? Mm. Who's going to take those cunts down? It was fucking us, man. (laughs) We took those cunts down. Now, I think they're finished now. I think we've ended their season. I hope so because we're playing them this week. But, yeah, they, they started really well, don't you reckon? They, yeah, they well, started really well. They had a fast In start. the first 10 minutes, all the commentators were saying, uh-oh, you know. Yeah, yeah, they looked. Here we go. And um, You just strangled the life out of it, man, with your Strangled defense. the life. Just great defense. Yeah. Absolutely great defense. Scramble defense. Stopped them doing everything. Got in their face. They started making stupid mistakes. I read on Twitter, I read one uh, Penrith fan said something, and it was so true. It made me laugh. He said, so... So they worked out Cleary's kick, and then what? No plan B? (laughs) (laughs) And that's basically what it was. That's probably why Kiru is so upset after the game because he's thinking, shit, that's all we've really got, so we're we're gone. But he would have been pretty nervous after that taff drop and that, that, that first bomb that went up. I was nervous for you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, here we go. But I knew taff, look, with Taff, and a lot of people are going to disagree with me, but with Taff, I think he was the better person for fullback at that game than Luttrell because Luttrell has trouble under the high ball and Taff took them all except that first one. But Luttrell lets him, have you noticed, he lets him bounce all the time? Yeah. No, he, mate, he, he fucking surprised me. He played really well. He played well What about that link? take he took when he just jumped in the air? He yeah, just, yeah. just jumped like fucking three metres in the air and but caught no, yeah, it. You know? Like his positional play, like he linked well his in the bank game. line. His passing game. Yeah, his ba- yeah, He set up game. a try. Yeah, no, he played you really know? well. He's got heaps of energy too, which I like, you know. And let's not forget he's a halfback. You know, I thought he was a full. He's not a fullback. He's halfback slash fullback, but mainly halfback. He'll be playing in the halves for us next year. He's the one that's going to take Reynolds' place. Oh, you can see he's unless they put the milf in. You can see he's played a lot of fullback. Like, look, I'm really fucking proud of the boys. Very proud of the boys. It's a win that. I certainly didn't see coming. I don't think anyone saw coming, and it was just, you know, I didn't see any fucking Penrith secret handshakes. You know, the, the, those prison handshakes they do. Where fucking that, that was all gone. And he scored once, and that was off a pretty arsy kick. Oh, I don't know if it was. It was a great kick. Like you can see, he's probably practiced that a lot. But that's the only time they scored. Well, and no one seems to mention that happened in the first. That happened in the first. Um, yeah, early ten minutes. So no one's mentioning that we didn't let them score a try for 70 minutes, kept them actually scoreless for the second half, totally scoreless for the second half, which is a big – I don't even know if that's happened to Penrith all year. Yeah, well, you could see in that second half they were, they were starting to panic Penrith. They were, they were, yeah. they were looking uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, on the WhatsApp group, you were, you were the only one that had a cool head because – most of us are South supporters on there, and you, you said Penrith are panicking, Penrith are panicking, yeah, and you I, could, you could just, I couldn't see it. I couldn't see it because I was just so wrapped up in the game, you yeah. know. Burgess, he had a blinder. 
He's your, just had a blunder. Mate, he's your link, you know, like fucking big games, you need the Fords to stand up and he had a... 200 metres. Yeah. Look, I, I, I want to give big kudos to someone that no one has mentioned, and that's Jai Arrow. Jai Arrow fucked their shit up big time. Yeah, he played well. He played well. He was in their face. He was, uh, he was in the Fords' faces. He was laughing at them when he was tackling them. They were um, someone I can't remember who uh, might have been Fisher Harris dropped the ball when he saw Jai Arrow running towards him. You know, Jai Arrow and Sua really stepped up. They were really aggressive. They were like hit men. They didn't let anyone get past. I mean, all the Fords played well. Everyone, everyone played well. Yeah, everyone but, played well. Even Jackson Paolo, the first Pacifica blood nut, in the same vein of the great Doug Delaney. The first well, he saved that try. That he saved that try. Um, to- oh. When, it, if you remember, they did a raid in the last minute and someone had the ball and Toll was in the clear and he just came out of nowhere and tackled Toll yeah. right at the end. No, desperation game. What about Kate? Well, you must have went 10 pin bowling to relax before the big game. He had the handguard. <laughs> that glove on. Yeah, he had the fucking, but he, I reckon he injured his finger at the local glory hole or something. That's the real reason why he had it on. He played shit too. He made a lot of mistakes, Katewell. Yeah, well, you know, he's got fucking other things on his mind, man, <laughs> that we just touched <laughs> upon then. And do you notice when um, Cleary went for a goal kick, they were playing that fucking, I could walk 500 miles. They played it the whole <laughs> way through the fucking kick. They just stopped it just before he took the fucking actual kick itself. That's pretty rude, man. Did you see, did you see when he put up that bomb that Taft dropped – and then they had a shot of him after Taff dropped it and he had this, like, wiry fucking smile <laughs> on his face. I was, was just looking be at him. Night. Yeah. And it was – but I, that was then I realised his head looks like a fucking knight's helmet. <laughs> it's the same shape as a medieval knight's helmet. Yeah, maybe um, maybe it is an actual helmet with human, <laughs> with human skin placed over it. New technology. Yeah. Oh, well, look, you know, that game was unexpected win. We're going to talk about the fallout later in great detail, yeah, so don't worry about, about that. To, I was about to mention, you want to talk about that later, about what happened? With yeah, the, no, the yeah we'll talk about that later. Um, but, look, it was, a, it was a great game. South played the best game, their best game of the year, I thought, because it was such a defensive game. You know, we're an attacking team. That's what I would say, man. I would say if I was a South fan, I'd be more stoked about the fact that you won that on the back of your defence. Because, yeah, usually, you know, you win by fucking 40 or 50, but the other team scores a lot of points too. But the mere fact that you won, like in a semi-final game, you won on the back of your defence, that's the best. It's like when we beat... um, Melbourne, I was so happy because we played like it was like a semi-final type game and we won. So we, yeah. we won for grit and determination. That's why you should be really happy. Yeah. And and I'm stoked about because I've been hating on Penrith all year because they've been, you know, too much camera, too much camera time, not enough football time. They've been, you know, mugging for the cameras. They're all cocky bastards. And, you know, you know how much I hate them <laughs> now. And to, to beat them and end, I, I think we have. I, can, I, I think I can safely say we've ended their campaign for this year. So that's two campaigns in a row that Cleary's lost. You know, how many more can he do? I hope so. Well, Buzz said tonight he's on the verge of being the next Brian Smith. So <laughs> Yeah, we'll talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, we'll, we'll get into that. All right. The next game, shit. 
Where's my phone? I don't even know the score. Do you know the score of your game? I bet you don't even know the score. 28-20. Yep. I fucking did that free squinted eyes thinking, fuck, is that right? But it was such a close game. Yeah, I remember. But, mate, yep. The start, of the start of the game, NRL spared no expense in the pre-game entertainment. They pulled out the fucking abdo cachet of Roman candles and parachute crackers that he bought from Fishwick <laughs> <laughs> with his mates. Some fucking Fuck, I'd love some of that run. shit right now. Yeah, man. Remember the cracker and porn runs of Fishwick in the 90s? I reckon he pulled some of yeah. those out. I reckon some of that smoke got in Agatho's eyes. You see the fucking – on the kickoff, he kicks it out on the full – and then knew we score in that fucking that set of six. It's like we gave him a six point start. Mm, I, I reckon it was Gutho's transitioning drugs. <laughs> um, just as he kicked off, he popped an ovary <laughs> and <laughs> kicked out on the fall. Fucking fucked his balance up. Yeah, <laughs> the left ovary fucking overcompensated <laughs> on the right and it went on the right hand side. But, um, yeah, that was – when I was watching that, I was thinking, oh, shit, yeah, they've I, choked already. Yeah, I was – I didn't know what to fucking think. I was just, like, numb. I thought, what the fuck? But, you know, it was so early in the piece. Like, yeah, obviously, we had time to recover in that. But, yeah, just a, a, a funny game, you know. It didn't really come across as a semifinal game. I think you even said it looked like a fucking – a reserve grade game or a, a fucking pub game, just – with that. It looked like a pub game. Yeah, it looked the, like a pub game. The it ground, just, you know, it's like a suburban like, fucking... The road is so close. Yeah. The road is so close to the... And not many cameras, you know? like you said, not many cameras. So it just looked like a fucking 80s ABC Saturday game, you know? But, um, you know, if someone had a bad accident, a bad car accident outside, you know, that would probably wipe out half the... The grand Half the fans. Half the people, yeah. Yeah, and a couple of the players when it, the car rolled on the ten meter line. Yeah, but um, the lighting's really bad. They didn't take as many cameras as they usually take. I think there was only like four different angles. Usually they have like twenty cameras. You yeah, know? no, you could tell. But mate, we were um, we were we were solid. The Fords played really well. RCG had a fucking blinder. You did. You I don't know if you remember. You did three monstrous tackles in a row. Like yeah, yeah, no, fucking, he was good. He was really good. Paulo, Paulo was really was good, unreal. I thought. Was, Paulo was really good. He was awesome. Our, our forwards were good. So we were winning the yardage battle. And that's – Moses had a good game. Mate, he, he fucking – I'm so happy for that kid, man. He had the fucking best game I've seen him play in a big game yeah. ever. Yeah, Like yeah, he, he was Like he was a difference for us. Yeah. That's probably the reason why we won the game. Like those big moments he fucking stood up. He was really good. Even um, Penasini, the fucking champion, penis in me. I've got a fucking hard on for that cunt. He's a fucking, he's, he's a champion. Jesus. Who's the one that's going to the glory hole? Yeah. <laughs> Mate, he's such a good kid. He's only 19, but he set up that try with that Gidley Fleek, just made really strong ball runner, unreal defence, and you can see he's a real level-headed kid. Um, yeah, that like hopefully he's going to fix our problems out wide with defence. Wonga Blake, he's starting to defend well, but Fergo, fuck me dead. Like, stay on your wing, son. Just stay on the fucking sideline. Fergo was rocks and diamonds, I thought. I thought he did oh, he, some good he stuff. Played a, he played a good game, but that fucking, that Ponga pass, that was like an unbelievable pass that got him out of position. That was, yeah. That was like yeah. a fucking bullet pass. That Ponga, he's, a, he's an absolute freak, you know. 
You're but mate. he was out of position. He, was, I thought he was out of position. He was standing on the inside of the winger. He should have been on the outside yeah, of the winger. Exactly. That's it fucked him. You know. You but, know? And he was so close. But, to but, the but that look, that look on his face. He's just. He was just standing there like a statue, half crouched like a statue, watching that pass go by. Yeah, yeah. But he didn't turn. He didn't turn his head to watch the pass go by. If you watch it, you just see his eyeballs watching it. He's getting. He's getting old, mate. He's starting to look fucking more yeah. and more like Nosferatu every day. He's got that pale <laughs> fucking bald complexion. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. It was, a, it was a funny game. Like, in some ways, we're lucky to take it away. Like, that Penasini try at the end, mate, I'm a fucking para fan. I, I don't think that was – it wasn't a penalty try, that's for sure. Uh, no, nah, I don't think it was a penalty no. try. I'm glad you said that because I was ready for a massive argument. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think it was. Even, like, Gutho. Fucking that's see he he's got that little choke in his game in the big games. He fucking just had to draw and pass, and we would have scored an easy try. But he fucking yeah, overcomplicated yeah. it. Went for a kick. Like I think they're talking about it tonight. It, it hit the ground first. You can argue that it's a fucking drop kick. Hello, it's not a fucking drop kick because he's not going for a fucking he's not going for a field goal. So it's that's right, not yeah. a fucking drop kick. So we're all yeah. lucky there. But, you know, I think there was only a few minutes to go. It would have been 22-20. So, yeah, not, not a convincing win, but to, we're the better team, we're the stronger team, but maybe that was... Well, it's the first time you've won a finals game for a long time, isn't it? Yeah. So we got... Under Arthur, it's only like the second finals game you've won out of seven, two yeah. out of seven or something. Yeah. So we got that out of the way, you know, there's probably a lack of cohesion. The boy, Like a lot of the guys mm. were rested last week, so... All in all, I'm happy we won, but we have to play fucking a hell of a lot better this week, obviously. But you know what, fucking... Now the big question. Yeah. yeah, go on. No, I was just going to fucking say, man, at halftime I was fucking angry and anxious and all this kind of shit. And I don't know, man, this fucking... That DoorDash ad. They, they fucking... Oh. They, they play three fucking ads in a row. What did she say? Not you, him, yeah. something. Man, that is the fucking... Not you, him. I reckon yeah, it's they, good to see you. I reckon they made that ad on fucking Celebrity Apprentice, man. That ad looks like it fucking costs 50 bucks to fucking make. Yeah, It's the cheapest sure. fucking ad. But, man, what, DoorDash. What, Tedesco would have taken all the money. He would have <laughs> taken the whole budget. He would have swallowed the whole thing. Man, they're a fucking fifth-string food delivery service. And it's fucking all over the NRL, man. Even the fucking monkey bat delivery service that you came up with on Duke and Leon is fucking higher ranked in the delivery services than them fucking them. Well, what is it with that fucking? It's on nonstop. It, well, Uber Uber Eats is shit now. Have you tried Uber Eats lately? No. I'd twice I've ordered from Uber Eats. I've got restaurants advertised. They let me put their order in. But the restaurant's closed down because of COVID. And you know, you're waiting there an hour and a half later. You're going, where's my fucking food? So what are you waiting? And then you have to contact them and get a refund, and that happened to me twice. So I went to the other one, uh, Deliveroo or whatever it's called. That's way better, <laughs> way better for anyone that's out there. How come you're not using your, your fucking bat monkey service? You're the inventor. Yeah, I sold them all. They're all gone. <laughs> yes. You've They're all in Indonesia. In ba- Bangladesh. They bought it. (laughs) Cleary v. Bennett. Did you see Cleary's presser? Did you watch it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. It It was like 
just admitting basically that he's the biggest loser that ever existed in rugby league, you know, totally trying to deflect his loss, which is a major, major, major loss with, you know, all, all the bullshit that went on. And basically he's accusing, he's saying that Bennett and other coaches are manipulating the refs. He's accusing them of match fixing. But the, the That's th- match fixing. Every, every coach discusses things that they've picked up in a game during the week with the coach's boss. So it's not like it's something new. And it was done in no, confidence. Right. It was done in confidence anyway. It was he's leaked it or somebody else has leaked it. It wasn't Bennett coming out in the media and saying that he's approached the um the ref. But fucking the the ba- it's a it's a bad look because like you said, he's just fucking lost the game. Be graceful. Don't bring it up. You just you just come across as a real fucking whinger. Because that's not the reason why you've lost a game. If that was the reason why you lost a game, you might fucking raise it. But that no, he does the same thing. He does exactly the same thing, and and not Bennett hammered him. Bennett yeah. hammered him. It was clear he was amateur hour. Bennett was the master coach. Bennett hammered him. Said he started it. He does the same thing. He said. Bennett said what he told the refs was supposed to be in private, but because Cleary worked for the refs, yeah, remember he, yeah, went, yeah. he worked for the refs, he's got friends in there and one of his friends leaked it. Guess who that was? <laughs> Rumour has it, Ooh. it was Atkins, his, his, <laughs> his best buddy. That's the rumour. So, you know. It was just it was just an absolute joke. He, he was he came across weak. He came across really weak, yeah, you know, and instead whingy, of saying... And whingy. Yeah, and whingy. Instead of saying, South played a good game, you know, we're going to bounce back next week. Exactly. Yeah, and also he, he made the biggest the biggest mistake of all was not resting his players last week. Yeah, but I think someone was saying he might have did that as an excuse because, like, a few of the players have been out for long periods during the year, so he wanted to have that... that yeah, well, we'll let those ones play and rest your other players. Like, yeah. You look at all the teams that won, rested their players. Manly didn't rest their players. Penrith didn't rest their players. Both of them lost. Basic coaching 101 where Cleary dropped the ball. And now they're saying he's going to be the next Brian Smith. He's actually close in the games for never winning a grand yeah. final, isn't he? Yeah, Brian Smith was 301 or something. It's 250 something, 58. 250 something. So yeah, that's yeah. that's one and a half more seasons and he'll be the equivalent of Brian Smith. Mate, I, I, he'll be he'll overtake Brian Smith. He'll be the coach who has coached the longest without ever winning a grand final. I hope so. But I man, unless he coaches Barra. But yeah, just watching, I was just thinking, fuck, mate, what are you doing? Don't go on about it. It's like you just a sore loser. Do you know what I mean? Just It just was a fucking bad look. And if I was one of the players and I watched that afterwards, I'd even be thinking that. I'm thinking like, fuck, you, you, you're losing your shit too much. You've got to show some more composure. It's- That's right. There was absolutely no composure. Bennett beat him in the pregame conference when all that stuff was coming up. He beat him 
on the field, won the game, basically ended their season, and then he beat him in the presser. I reckon you he know? would have fucking... It's absolutely Bennett would humiliation. Have, Bennett would have had one of his fucking minions in the background in that presser, and he would have fucking said, what did he say? And then he would have explained what he said. He goes, fucking beautiful. Leave the rest to me. No, 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 because they were asking Bennett the question. They were saying, oh, Ivan Cleary just said this, oh, and really? then he was just, just like, up. bang, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they were... That Jake Duke was really, like... Really starting, he, he he did it all basically. He, he was uh, he asked Cleary those, the yeah, hard yeah, questions, yeah. and then he asked Bennett the hard questions. And Bennett would have absolutely loved it. He's a, he made Cleary look like a fool, like an absolute fool. And one thing I'm stoked about, I'm stoked for all those Tiger supporters out there that hate him. You know that, yeah, yeah. that when he blew that kiss. So that's all over the internet now. That's all over social yeah. media now. When he blew that kiss, so, all the Tiger supporters. There was more Tiger supporters going off about him than there was South supporters. Oh, fuck yeah. But that, that, that's the thing. Like um, somebody mentioned it tonight too on 360. They said you haven't seen that Cleary bad side for a while because he's been so successful at Penrith. But That's right, to, yeah. After that game, you started to see elements of that when he was fucking under pressure, when he was initially at Penrith and when he was at the yeah. West Tigers, that little petulant fucking whingy character trait that he's got came out, you know. And the good thing about it too, Penrith are going to be known as chokers now. Well, fucking, they choked in the grand final. Not they yet, choked. Man. Like they can still recover. They can fucking easily beat us. And you don't know they might go on a run. So let's not talk too early. But fuck, if they nah, lose, I'm, I'm calling it now. <laughs> yeah, I'm calling it now. I, I hope you're right because that means we fucking beat them. If we beat them, fuck, man, they will no, be psychologically no, 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 no. Uh, what I'm saying is they're going to beat you. Unfortunately, no, they're not because they're going to come out angry. And then the week after, they're going to play Melbourne, and Melbourne's going to beat them. And that's going to be, like, it's going to be the ultimate choke. Last year they went on a run. They were undefeated all the way into the grand final and they lost. This year they won how many in a row? 16 or whatever in a row and knocked out again two years in a row. Shit, man. We we bombed out in the prelims for two years and everyone was calling us chokers, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it'll be, it's going to be... It'll be a good game this week. I'm excited to see how it goes, but yeah, I, I don't know if it's going to play on their heads. I don't know. Some of those kids, they don't. I don't know. They don't really come across as chokers, like Luo and To'o. They don't. To'o, To'o. missing. <laughs> Luai, missing. Yeah, Cleary, missing. I don't, yeah, well, the only one that played really well was Burton and Kickout. Yeah, Burton's a fucking. He's, he's going to be a massive loss for them. Massive loss. He's a, he's a good player. Massive loss. But, you know, all those other guys went um, missing. Toll went missing in the first half. He played, had a better second half, but he went missing in the first half, you know. But like I said, I'm just stoked that I didn't see all their fucking shenanigans. I thought I was going to be watching them scoring tries, doing their secret handshakes, mugging for the camera. Nah, they were just <laughs> totally sub, subdued, totally beaten. Yeah, well, they got that. Them and their coach can go get fucked. <laughs> it's in the get fucked fucking falls. The Jake Hendricks, the Jake Hendricks get fuck files. Get fuck files. <laughs> we should have what? a best of, of your get fucks for the whole year. <laughs> if you want to go through them and edit them all, be my guest, man. Um, all right, enough about those cunts. Mate, did you hear about um, Gus in his podcast? He said that the fu- – I was shocked when I heard this about Mad Mondays. He said the Dogs players for their Mad Monday, they got the fucking – the COVID jab after their alcohol-free Mad Monday lunch. 
Can you fucking believe that? Good. What do you mean? That's how it should be. Fuck, man. Can you imagine if Tommy Radonigus, he'd be fucking ah. turning in his grave if he heard that. Yeah. Can you imagine well, if, times have changed, man. Can you imagine if he was fucking alive on death's door, man, he heard that fucking story, he goes, fuck, I, but you, I'm out. You have to, you, yeah, but you have to remember, you know, in the days of Tommy, there, were no, there wasn't any social media. Now you do anything. If you're a celebrity, you do anything out in the streets. Yeah, I get that. Someone's got a camera on you. But an alcohol-free lunch and then going to get the fucking AstraZeneca or the Pfizer shot, fuck me dead, man. That's depression. That's fucking... Well, mate, they don't even deserve that. The way they played, the way they played all year, they should be cleaning gutters. They should be cleaning old ladies' gutters on... um, well, in fucking Granville. Well, maybe that's what they'll be doing next year. Like next year they might be getting their fucking, their next Mad Monday will be the booster fucking shot and they'll go to the local aged care facility to host a That's what a, they a should be doing. Tournament. They don't deserve, so, what are they celebrating? <laughs> yeah. The wooden spoon. They're celebrating the wooden spoon, aren't they? Actually, yeah, that's a form of punishment. That can be a Mad Monday for the fucking year you put in. What about, um, did you hear about the Suttons? The coaches. Bernard Sutton. Yeah, yeah, Bernard Sutton is now working for the Storm. Is he? Doing what? Yep. Advising them on um, how refs referee and, you know, oh, what like, not to do to get penalised or whatever. I think every team's got one. Badger. Lots but, like Badger for the West Tigers. Yeah, yeah. So he's working for the Storm, but people are saying, okay, well, what if Jared? Sutton referees the grand final and the storm are in it. Exactly. I was about to say, man, there's a bit of fucking collusion that could be fucking played upon with that. That's that's not a good look. That that should not Although be allowed. Although I have to say, Jared, Jared Sutton refereed a very good game on the weekend. Yeah, but still, that, that, that should not be allowed. Things, I know. That should not be allowed. Any any Only a referee should be able to be in a position like that with a team if they'd be retired for more than three years or something. No, that's that's a, that's a bad look. And Elliot finally got sacked from the dogs. Yeah. <laughs> what took him so long? What I want to know is, you know how they were saying it was just an innocent kiss? Yeah, allegedly, yeah. He, when they let him out, he had his shirt off. What, you take your shirt off for an innocent kiss, do you? Oh, if you're getting a bit hot and bothered. Fuck an L. Keefe. Show my age. Fuck an L. Keefe. He might join Fergo. Do you hear Fergo's going to Japanese rugby? Is he? Yeah, he's going to play. He'd be good in Japanese rugby. Yeah, can, you, can you imagine him in, in Japan, man? He's going to be hitting, oh my the, God. He's going to be hitting the karaoke and, and bakaki fucking bars. <laughs> Can you imagine him like at a tea ceremony, having a bow and do all that sort of shit? Yeah, he'd be giggling. He'd just be doing his dumbass stare. <laughs> he'd be giggling like a little schoolgirl. Yeah, yeah. I, That's tea, eh? I'd be sad to see him go. He's, he's a he's a character, you know. He's rocks and diamonds. He'd, he'd be over there. He'd be over there in Japan, and um, they'd be serving him food. He'd go, oh, I love China, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about Arthur? And read, Dugan. Yeah, Dugan. Like, do, did you hear? Uh, apparently he owes money. Well, that's a re- Really? He, to whom? 
to whom? Such a wasp-picking <laughs> gentleman, aren't you? Um, I'm not sure, but Fuck I... Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I read somewhere that he owes 30K or 25K, and that might be one of the reasons why he can't get another NRL contract. But this guy would have made... Easily, he would have made a, he would have made millions, millions, yeah, yeah, yeah. millions. All his contracts have been, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. seven hundred, eight hundred grand. Yeah. So and how long has he been in the well, in the NRL? Well, Shit, he's been playing since the nineties, hasn't he? Pa- part of the problem is all the fines that he's collected over these COVID breaches. So I think he's racked up over hundred k in fines. So, so if he's cash poor. He's, you know, he's, he's in trouble, but what else? Yeah, he doesn't look like someone who'd save. No, he doesn't look like he's a... He'd have 100K of ink on his body. <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't be too good with the um, the finances, that's for sure. But, yeah, what a, what a sad ending. Well, speaking of finances, speaking of finances, you know who is really good with their finances? Exactly. I read an article today, Thurston. Thurston. He's put himself, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Apparently, he's a multi, multi, multi millionaire. Wow. You know what his allowance is? How much he spends a week? <laughs> how much? Three hundred bucks. You're joking? What a spend three. Three hundred bucks. What a legend. And they, that's, and that's yeah, that's what they said. Like even since the dog days, he's he's said to his manager. When I get paid, I just want three hundred bucks a week. That's it, or whatever the equivalent of that was. Yeah, you know, yeah. probably one hundred and fifty bucks a week, and that's all he's ever lived on. They reckon he's the biggest tight ass <laughs> that ever walked, but he's he's a absolute multi millionaire. Well, that's he respects money. See, that's exactly why he's in that position because yeah. he respects money. He's the opposite to Dugan. <laughs> yeah, the absolute opposite of Dugan. Wow, <laughs> good on him. Good on him. I was reading another story about um, Arthur this week. With Hayes Dunster, like that semi-final that he played this week last year against you guys was his debut game, and the debut was Michael Jennings. The morning of that game against you guys got done for um for the steroids. Like, look at the timing of that. Like, literally six thirty in the morning, the police were out of the house, said you're done, you're, you're finished. So you get, Arthur gets the phone call. So then he rings up um, Dunster. You know what his first question was? Like he wasn't with the team because he wasn't expecting the So play. what, he rings up Dunster he re- this year before this year's game? No, for, before his, his debut match. So Sunday morning he wasn't expected to play. Wasn't In 2020. Play. Last In 2020. year. Yeah, last year. Yeah. He rings right. him up Sunday, the morning of the game. No, Saturday morning, sorry, the morning of the game. And his first question was, did you get pissed last night? That was his first question. He goes, no, he's watching Blades of Glory with his girlfriend. He goes, well, you're playing. Great film. Yeah, it is. He goes, you're playing first grade. So that was just, you know, background about his first grade debut. And last year he had a pretty solid game, man. Like imagine the build. In a way it's probably a good thing because you don't have enough time to get nervous. You don't have that weak build up to get nervous. But he's been solid. But, um, yeah, (laughs) that was my little story about that. Good story. Sea <laughs> Eagles versus Roosters, the first game of the semi finals, Friday, seventeenth of September, BB Print Stadium. Where is all it? these the both these games, sudden death. Sudden death. <laughs> Mate, it's, I reckon it's going to be a, a bottler. 
obviously, but a bottler in the sense that normally you would think this is going to be like a, a smashing for for the Roosters that Manly is going to annihilate them, but I reckon it's going to be super close. I'm, I'm almost thinking there's going to be an upset. Well, I'm, I, I want it that way. I want it that way. I want the Roosters to win so we get to play them in the prelim. I think that would just be a massive game. I think it's good for the game and I think it would be good for us. Uh, I, I'd love that, but I just can't see it happening. I can't see it happening. I, I think uh, only because they're decimated and I think that, you know, the mad scientist, Des the mad scientist is going to cook up something and they're going to come, seagulls are going to come out angry and I think Tommy's just going to be on fire. Well, if, if but I hope I'm wrong. If Harper plays, mate, it's over. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. What we were saying, like Suley, he was 18th man. Like, why the hell didn't he play him? Like, he's a great. I player. don't know. He's a centre. Maybe he'll be in this week. He should be in this week. But yeah, Turbo. Like Turbo's got to get his hands on the ball straight away. Get heavily involved, like in State of Origin. Remember that State of Origin game? He was taking hit ups like a prop at the start. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's got to start like that. If he starts like that. They can go on the back of that and win, but yeah, he has to he has to have a blinder. If not, mate, I reckon the Roosters. But then again, look, fuck it. In the day, you got to think the Roosters. They play the Titans, and they just got home against them. That's right. Yeah. Uh, look, I, I don't hold much hope for the Roosters, but I've been saying that all year, and they just keep yeah, finding they, a way to win. They, you know, exactly. They find a way to win. Mate. You know, and they've got Uncle Nick in the bunker, so. <laughs> Anything can happen. But I want the Roosters to win, but I don't think they will. Honestly, I don't think yeah, they will. Look, it's going to be a hard task. But that's what I said last week about us playing Penrith. Yeah, well, that's you it. Know? That's it. That's Anything can happen. Exactly. Anything can happen. There's always upsets. Um, look, your head's got to say you've got to, you got to pick Manly, but you would not be surprised at all if, if the Roosters mm. win. Should be a great game. Well, look. I just hope both of those teams beat the shit out of each other because the winner of that game is going to be playing the mighty South Sydney Rabbitohs the next week. Mate, what a beautiful run home you've got, mate. You've got, we earned it. You've got it. You've got a. Well, you've earned it. Did you, we not earn it? You, you, you've earned it in the sense that you won the game, but you're on the easiest side of the draw. But we beat, we beat Penrith, man. That, that was supposed to be unbeatable. You know, we were we weren't supposed to win another game without Latrell. We earned this. <laughs> Look, anyway, for Parramatta, I love it. You got to you got to beat everyone. You got to have that mentality. You got to beat everyone to get to the grand final. Oh, mate, put it final. this way: I'd much rather be playing Parramatta <laughs> next <laughs> week than playing somebody rang, than playing the Sea Eagles. Somebody rang up Talkback Radio, and the only thing they said. He says, Parramatta South's grand final, you heard it here first. And they were laughing at him. He goes, man, that must be the odds for that must be like 100 or 1 or something. He goes, don't ask me how I found out about this, but it's Parasouth's grand final. It's like he's Nostradamus or something. <laughs> how I found out about this. Yeah. Fucking hell. Well, I hope it is. I'd love uh, that. Uh, I would love uh, that. All right. Speaking of fucking Parramatta. We would have to do a podcast every fucking night of that week leading up to the game. Oh, we would. <laughs> we will. Ladies and gentlemen <laughs> out there listening to us, we promise you that if it's a para and South Grand Final, we will do a podcast every night leading up to that game. There might be a fucking 
And the morning of the game. Could be an alleged COVID breach that day too. <laughs> and during the game. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine that? Fucking, fucking, fuck. <laughs> All right. Next game, Panthers v. Eels at BB Print Stadium. Both of them are at BB Print Stadium. It's a double header. I don't even know where that is. Is that Townsville? Not Townsville. Um, sell that fucking joint. Rockhampton? Fuck the fine name, man. <laughs> hopefully, it's anyway. a, hopefully it's a ground with a bit of atmosphere. So what do you think? Well, any chance? Do you give no, them I any do. chance? Like now that <laughs> now that Paolo Paulo's been um, given the green light. What's happened to the Penrith guys that were put on report? We haven't heard anything about that. Who got who got put on report? I can't remember. Yo got put on report for a crusher. Oh, please be. Uh, someone else got put on report. Oh, I look, can't remember. We would have heard about it if they're going to spend any time. But yeah, look, I, I give ourselves a chance. Like you said, Penrith. Their confidence would have been dented for sure. So that's going to obviously work in our favour. We've just got to play like we did against Melbourne. We've got to keep the errors down, just smash them up in the middle. Great kicking game by Moses. Keep our composure when we're in their, uh, in their end of the field when we've got to score a try. Every time we've played them, the last couple of games, it's been very close. Like we actually should have beat him this year. Moses choked in that last minute to kick the goal and he sprayed it. So I yeah, give ourselves a real chance. Um, but Penrith, I think you've got to play them like you played Melbourne. Yeah. You've got to be in their face, get in their face. And that's what we did too. You get in their face, yeah. quick off the line, don't let them move. Um, hammer Cleary before he kicks or put pressure on Cleary before he kicks and you've won. Yeah, I reckon, yeah, I reckon we're a big chance. Um, I'd love it. I would love that so much. But, you know, they're, they're going to be smarting, so they're going to come out all guns blazing. They, oh, yeah. They did look good against you guys. you just got to hold them out, make sure they make a couple of mistakes because if they put like – 12 or 18 points on us, mate, it'll, it'll be a bloodbath. That, well, I reckon they're chokers. I, I, I personally think they're chokers. And I think th- th- in the back of their minds, they'll be thinking, fuck, if we lose this, one, two out, we'll never hear the end of it. And that's going to play on their minds. And there's going to be a lot more drop balls, a lot more missed kicks, oh, you know? Mate, I hope so. <laughs> I hope you're right. But, um, yeah, it's all going to that, – that start is going to be so crucial for us. We can't stuff up. We can't let them score. We can't let them score, especially back-to-back in that first 15 minutes because I'll get so much confidence out of that. We've got to destroy their confidence early. Mm. Bring it on. I can't wait. And then if you swipe over, if you swipe over to the prelim finals, it's got Rabbitohs. And then it just says SF1 winner. <laughs> then Storm SF2 winner. I'm stoked about this because this is only the second time in my living memory that we've been, that we've had the week off. Oh, mate, it's such a benefit. And the, and the first time we had the week off, we won the grand final. It's such a, it's a, such a big leg up. It's such a benefit. Remember back in the old days, they used to say, oh, some teams used to hate having that week off, like they'd lose their momentum. Yeah. But now it's. Like, not now. Not now. Like not you said, now, with the now, way now the it's compass. like winning the lottery. Yeah, like it's, the game's just so fast with that six agains, like you said, you, just, you, yeah. you pray for the, the week off. So you're in a good position, that's for sure, and Melbourne. 
All right, everyone, you've been listening to Professional Foul, a rugby league podcast. Listen to Duke and Leon School of Life if you want to have a laugh. Listen to uh, Balls Out No Flops, another good football podcast. We will be doing this all through the finals, up to the grand final and including the grand final. And like I said, if it's Parramatta and South, we'll be doing it every night (laughs) (laughs) up until then. Pray for us. So we'll fucking see you later and shit, eh? See you later. See you next week.